This is Plant-Based Briefing, the environmental hazards of wool, and tell Wilson you want vegan athletic equipment from PETA.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I find and narrate with permission a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living. Today's post is the first of a series I'm going to do every week or so for a few weeks. Based on the fact that tennis balls are not vegan or plant-based, they contain wool, a product which contributes heavily to climate change and causes severe harm to sheep. And there are about 350 million tennis balls produced every year. And tennis is growing in popularity right now, so the problem's only going to get worse. And as you know, consumers are looking for more plant-based products right now. According to the Plant-Based Products Council, 60% of American adults are interested in purchasing plant-based products, but only 20% have strong familiarity with them. And most tend to associate plant-based products simply with food. And the plant-based market is expected to grow 450% by 2030, according to MarketWatch. So as a result, a wide range of products are now being marketed as plant-based, from laundry detergent to cosmetics to toys, and I even saw plant-based toothbrushes the other day in Target. So it's not a stretch for tennis ball companies to get in on the plant-based marketing trend. Danny Rosenthal is the founder of Sheep's Tennis. You can find his website at sheeps.tennis. He had tennis balls lab-tested and found that three versions are accidentally or unintentionally plant-based. We use the terms accidentally or unintentionally plant-based because the companies don't market them that way. In fact, I reached out to Wilson and they said, and I quote, all of our tennis balls are an all-wool blend. So they're touting the wool as being a positive thing right now. But as I said, Danny had some lab tested and found that Wilson has two versions of balls that, in fact, do not contain any wool. They're Tour Comp and Grand Slam balls, available in the U.S., and Babolat's first balls, sold in the U.K., also contain no wool. The felt, or nap, surrounding the balls is all synthetic. However, tennis balls come in a variety of quality levels, and these ones all happen to be the lower-end quality, not suitable for competitive play. But there are a number of factors that determine the quality of a tennis ball. The quality of the core, the quality of the felt or nap, the way the felt is attached to the core, a number of things. So basically, point being, the technology exists to make a good quality plant-based tennis ball, and the market exists. So Danny has reached out to PETA, and they have created an action alert where in a matter of seconds, people can reach out to Wilson using this alert they've created and request plant-based tennis balls. Actually, the alert covers a bit more than wool-free tennis balls, as you'll hear in a moment. Also, you may want to check out episode 72 for more information called Woolless Tennis Balls and the Multiple Problems of Wool. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing from PETA, or People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Environmental Hazards of Wool, and Tell Wilson You Want Vegan Athletic Equipment, from PETA.org. Environmental Hazards of Wool At every stage of production, from breeding sheep to moth-proofing garments, the wool industry threatens the land, air, and water. Climate Change Manure generated from livestock has significantly contributed to the increase in atmospheric greenhouse gases over the last 250 years. 
In that time, the concentration of methane has increased by more than 130% in the U.S. Enteric fermentation, or livestock belching and passing gas, accounts for roughly one-quarter of annual agricultural methane emissions. Nearly 50% of all of New Zealand's greenhouse gas emissions comes from the agricultural sector, which includes the wool industry. In the summer of 2003, New Zealand Agriculture Minister Jim Sutton, convener of the ministerial group on climate change Pete Hodgson, and other members of the government proposed taxing sheep farmers to pay for emissions research, but the plan was abandoned. Land Damage Oxford researchers studying land degradation in the Karoo in South Africa have noted there is some evidence in the Karoo as a whole that very high stock numbers, sheep largely, are the cause of vegetation change and soil erosion, leading to the formation of badlands, heavily eroded areas. In the first half of the 20th century, Patagonia, Argentina, was second to Australia in wool production. But when local sheep farmers got too greedy, the scale of their operations outgrew the ability of the land to sustain them. Soil erosion in the region has triggered a desertification process that officials estimate threatens as much as 93% of the land. Argentina is no longer a major wool producer. Water pollution Fecal matter contaminates waterways in areas where sheep are farmed. A case study conducted by the New Zealand government on two medium-sized farms found fecal contamination in the water that exceeded levels suitable for drinking and safe recreational use in virtually every reading since 1994, and in recent times has well exceeded safe livestock drinking levels. Sheep dip, which is a toxic chemical used to rid sheep of parasites, presents disposal problems and can harm the environment. A Scottish study of 795 sheep dip facilities found that 40% presented a pollution risk. The study found evidence of a 1995 incident in which a cupful of spent dip full of a highly toxic synthetic called pyrethroid cypermethrin killed 1,200 fish downstream from where it was dumped into a river. Wildlife scapegoats The wool industry also inflicts collateral damage on wildlife they consider to be pests. Many landowners consider kangaroos to be such pests. And though there are some laws governing the killing of kangaroos on their own property, landowners can do whatever they want to these animals without fear of repercussions. The preferred method of killing joeys whose mothers have been slaughtered is, according to government code, decapitation or a blow to destroy the brain. In the U.S., coyotes are vilified for eating sheep and other livestock, and as a result, millions are slaughtered every year by ranchers and the federal government. By purchasing only wool alternatives, not only are you taking a stand for animals, you're also helping to preserve natural ecosystems throughout the world. Tell Wilson you want vegan athletic equipment. Consumers don't want their sports equipment to be produced in a way that causes animals to suffer and negatively affects the environment. And if the James Cameron documentary The Game Changers taught us anything, it's that athletes of all types are going vegan to up their game and to be kinder to animals, the planet, and their bodies. So why aren't athletic equipment companies keeping up? It's time for sporting goods manufacturers to change their game, too. The Wilson Sporting Goods Company reports that it's the number one equipment brand across more sports than any other brand. That puts it in a position to save countless animals' lives and make huge strides to protect the planet. 
Leather, like that used in Wilson's baseball and softball gloves, commonly comes from cows who endured branding, tail docking, and castration. Some animals are skinned while they're still conscious. And at the more than 100 wool industry operations that PETA entities investigators have visited, even on so-called sustainable and responsible farms, workers beat, stomped on, and cut sheep, as well as slitting their throats. No one should go through such suffering for a tennis ball. And animal agriculture is responsible for nearly one-fifth of all human-induced greenhouse gas emissions. Cows are intelligent, sensitive individuals who feel pain and fear, develop deep relationships, and get excited when they achieve a goal. Gentle sheep are happiest with their flock mates and leap into the air with excitement when they see their friends and family. These animals don't want to suffer and die to become athletic equipment any more than our dogs or cats would. Please urge Wilson to get animal-derived materials out of the game, starting with an easy switch to leather-free baseball and softball gloves and wool-free tennis balls. Take action now in a few seconds, linked here. You just listened to Environmental Hazards of Wool and Tell Wilson You Want Vegan Athletic Equipment from PETA.org. And as always, I'll have a link to the original post in the show notes, and you can literally take just a few seconds to send a message to Wilson. The more we can flood them with this request, the quicker they'll respond. I also have a link to the action alert on my website, plantbasedbriefing.com, and you can just select plant-based tennis from the menu. Whether you play tennis or not, remember there are 350 million tennis balls produced every year, and tennis is growing in popularity. So please share this with anyone you think might take the few seconds to ask Wilson to make plant-based tennis balls. Better, obviously, for the animals and better for the environment. I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. Thanks for listening.